What up, what up? Welcome back to another new episode of Gut Punch Podcast. I am your host, Paige Kennedy. If you do not follow the podcast, I did want to start off by saying go give that Instagram a follow. It is at Gut Punch Pod, and I'm posting so many updates, fun little segments, um, recaps, and also some clips from interviews. The whole reason why I wanted to start an Instagram page and the podcast in general was to be able to create a community, connect people, and be able to get people's stories, experiences, and valuable gut punches out into the world so hopefully with all the interviews that I have scheduled um, or being scheduled that we could continue to grow and connect and build a platform Um, hopefully this is something that you guys look forward to weekly and it is something that you find super inspirational and of value Uh, I know that when I listen to podcasts really it's just you know while I'm cleaning while I'm driving while I'm working and it's something besides silence that could be in the background and I take a lot of inspiration from other people from other conversations and I just absolutely love listening to podcasts and watching interviews Um, I do believe that everybody has a story and has something of value to add to this world so one of my big goals I guess in in podcasting but also just in life is to be able to host a platform that gives the opportunity for other people to feel comfortable and safe um, com- coming on, telling their story, and just connecting. Ultimately, I want this to be a community of people. I hope that people are able to find other friends through the podcast. Um, you know, a huge mission would be to be able to have a huge group chat one day where we could all share like wellness inspo, wellness tips, and yeah, just be able to meet each other in person, create friendships, um, and create other valuable relationships that come through having the same interests as the people that you surround yourself with. So today, starting off another episode of 2023, I wanted to keep the hot topics coming. Uh, Season two is just so much planned, and I want to progressively keep getting better, more comfortable, and just expanding the reach of all these topics and, you know, the categories that fall within them. So really what I wanted to start off with today is what I'm working on because it all ties into the topic, which is going to be the abundance and scarcity mindset. So for me, what I'm working on, and I did mention this in the first episode of season two, but a huge goal for me um, this year is going to be journaling weekly. So I'm really just prioritizing getting into the swing of that, being able to journal weekly and just focus on the self-care aspect of it. When I was younger, I've always kept journals, um, just never really consistently, kind of just like as you need to brain dump or as you have something you want to write about. But um, I did start in 2022 and with the intention of writing every week. And I did stay up with it for, you know, a couple times a month at least. And then there was a huge break like October through January of 2023 where you know there was a lot of traveling going on I started the podcast and like my schedule just got busy uh, way too hectic for me to be able to balance everything and prioritize the way that I wanted to but there's always a learning curve when starting something new and obviously I didn't know what I was doing when I started the podcast and I just wanted to be able to you know get my voice out there and just start talking and hopefully make a difference make an impact and Uh, be something that other people look forward to listening to. So now that I kind of have a flow established of what I want to do and how I want to do it every week, I definitely want to bring back journaling. It's something that helps me mentally so much, just being able to write stuff out, take time to reflect on what's happened in the past couple of days or maybe what I'm looking forward to, what I'm nervous or stressed about, literally anything. It could just be a brain dump of random stuff that's coming across your head. It could be full of affirmations and goal setting, like whatever journaling looks like for you. um, I definitely think that it's, it's a positive thing to be a part of your daily routine. 
And also another thing I'm working on is focusing on whole foods. This is in preparation for the 75 hard challenge. Starting February 1st, Mitchell and I are doing a 75 hard. So for those who do not know what that is, um, I definitely want to talk more in depth about it, um, kind of as we start it and as we continue to go through it. I have never done this before. Um, the only thing I have done is a 30 days to healthy living challenge. So back in January of 2021 is when I did the 30 days challenge and it really just changed the game for my nutrition and also just my education on the importance of, you know, fueling your body properly and creating sustainable healthy habits. So I'm super excited for the 75 hard and I'm so glad I have an accountability buddy to do it with me. Basically what it is is you kind of decide and stick to a nutrition plan. You do a gallon of water every day, two workouts a day, which is going to be the hardest part for me um, just because I'm not consistent with working out typically, but one has to be inside and the other has to be outdoors. So hopefully we'll have some decent weather to be able to go on outdoor walks. Um, obviously the inside workout will be the gym. And then I think that's basically it. I mean, the other things are like no alcohol and like I said, the water intake, um, and also reading 10 pages of a good book every day. So kind of bouncing off of the books and the importance of reading, I wanted to start off with a recommendation of picking out one of the books off of this list I'm about to give you. In just a moment, I'm going to name a couple of the different books that directly tie into mindset and more specifically the abundance mindset. So I really think that this is the best step or first step, I should say, to creating or even unlocking your abundance mindset, just definitely picking a book to read that will change the way you think. And I also just think that this is a great way to create that habit of reading. When you know that, you know, there's a reason behind what you're doing and you put a why behind your purpose of picking up a book, it just makes it so much easier. And all of these books are so good. They're so interesting and they're so valuable. So it's not like you're going to be reading and not picking up any good or, you know, nuggets of like any good powerful nuggets of information so let's start off with my ultimate favorite everybody knows what I'm going to recommend with book number one to choose from but it's The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson I've talked about this before in a couple episodes back um, back in season one but basically this book just outlines the importance of doing small little improvements in our everyday life so it's those daily do's the non-negotiables um, and what you will and will not put up with and just focusing on making everything better day to day and just honestly just how those choices connect to your future this is the book that changed my life I have always been a an avid reader I love reading, but this was one of the first personal development books that I was absolutely obsessed with um, and addicted to because they he just gives such an outline for how to make a difference um, in your life and just gives so many amazing personal testimonies and stories from other readers um, that have read this book along the way. And it's also very helpful for me to see chapter summaries in books just to be able to highlight the main talking points. This is one book that definitely does that. So number one, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. The number two recommendation would be The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weiss. I think I'm saying her name right, but this is actually on my reading list. I have not read this book yet, but it's a book all about self-sabotage. It's kind of outlines like why we do it, when you do it, and how to stop. So this is definitely going to be all about the transformation from a scarcity, self-sabotage mindset to abundant one. 
um, and it kind of just also talks about you know why coexisting and conflicting needs occur and how self-sabotaging behaviors affect your life and just why we resist efforts to change so I'm definitely interested in this book and I will be choosing this one personally um, so again that was The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weiss and then number three is going to be Atomic Habits by James Clear. I actually am in the midst of reading this book. Um, it's an easy and proven way to build good habits and break the old ones or the bad ones. So this little summary in my book reads, no matter your goals, Atomic Habits offers a proven framework for getting 1% 1% better every day. So it's all about you know, reshaping the way you think about progress and just giving you the tools and techniques to transform your daily habits. Um, James Clear was just also on the Girls Gotta Eat podcast uh, probably like three or four weeks ago at this point. And he is somebody that I've never heard of before picking up this book, but their interview with him was so interesting. And I'm so glad that, you know, I watched that as I was beginning to read his book. So I thought that was really cool. Um, another one is called The Invaluable Laws of Growth. So this is by John Maxwell. So I'm sorry, it's The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And it just ultimately talks about reaching your potential and how to live by all of these different laws. John Maxwell is one of my favorite personal development authors. And um, he has a whole section about this mindset and just how to become abundant. So I'm going to read off the laws really quickly. And this is a great option if you are interested in any of the um, topics. So law number one, the law of intentionality. Two is the law of awareness, the law of the mirror, the law of reflection, the law of consistency, the law of environment, the law of design, the law of pain, the law of the ladder, the law of the rubber band, which I have talked about in a previous episode, the law of trade-offs, curiosity, modeling, the law of expansion, and the law of contribution. So this one is definitely a top recommendation for me if any of those topics you think would interest you. The other book, The Four Agreements. This is by Don Miguel Ruiz. I read this book when I was very young. Um, I really don't remember it very, very well, but I will definitely be going back and rereading this. Um, it's all about self-limiting beliefs and kind of like how to change them and what causes the suffering and limitation in a person's life. And it's just a shift in your mindset and it's all based on an ancient wisdom that advocates for freedom from those self-limiting beliefs and struggles. So I remember this one being such a simple and easy read. The four agreements that he lists and the topics are be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make up don't make assumptions and always do your best. So I'm going to be diving back into that book in 2023. I think I read it when I was probably a junior in high school. Um, so yeah, that one's on my list. And then the final recommendation for books that directly tie into abundance mindset is going to be Think and Grow Rich. This is written by Napoleon Hill. And basically he spent decades researching some of the wealthiest and most successful people of his time. And he concluded a set of principles and, you know, kind of took overlapping themes and just set up principles for achieving unbelievable success and greatness. He took notes, he found common themes and patterns, 
and it just explains this undeniable thought process and the power of manifestation to you know get what you desire so i definitely highly recommend picking one of these books i will also list them in the show notes to make a little bit more of an easier reference list to pull from so go ahead pick one of those let me know which one you do and let's chat about it because all of these books have such the potential to inspire and change your mindset and then second recommendation nothing is going to be surprising about this one especially with the hydration is the stanley cup so part of the 75 hard challenge is to drink a gallon a day and in life in general i really try to at least fulfill almost a gallon a day i am a huge hydration person Um, i have felt and seen such a difference with always having a reusable cup full of water on me. It just forces you to be able to intake that water and you just get in the habit of having it in your hand and sipping on it throughout the day. Another super easy thing you could do to increase and boost your hydration, especially if you hate the taste of water or you just get bored with it, is to create infused ice cubes. So fruits, lemon, lime, cucumber, uh, throw some mint leaves in there, just make it a little bit more enjoyable and fun to drink. But the Stanley Cup is a highly recommend. I wasn't planning on hopping on this trend, to be honest. I have so many reusable Starbucks cups, uh, but obviously, like, the Stanley Cup keeps it cold. And also, I found with traveling, it fits in the cup holder very nice. So one of my friends got a couple for Christmas, and she was nice enough to buy me one and give it to me. So, yes, I definitely highly recommend the Stanley Cup. Okay, so this episode is going to be all about how to achieve an abundant mindset, what that means, why most people don't know about the difference between abundance and scarcity mindsets, and ultimately how the mindset that you choose will directly affect the lifestyle you're going to live. So being aware of your mindset, knowing that living in the answer rather than the problem, and wanting to take control of your future is what mindset means to me. So you can only control yourself. We all know that. You cannot control the uncontrollables. You are responsible for you. And realizing that and focusing on changing your mindset first and foremost is how anything else you want to match your energy will be able to attract. So I've talked about this before, but you truly do attract the energy you put out. So what type of energy is that? What type of energy do you want it to be? Let's start off by talking about the difference between these two mindsets and ultimately these two energies. So what is abundance associated with and what does scarcity relate to? I kind of think about this in relation to red light and green light. So red light stories are limiting beliefs that you can't do this or that or you are not good enough for this or that. You are constantly living in a state of fear and maybe even stress. And then you also play victim and have a poor like poor me, victim, uh, pity mentality, and you make a lot of excuses. So obviously to contradict the red light stories, you have green light stories, thought patterns, and mindsets. And this is correlated to love rather than fear. And with a green light mindset or an abundance mindset, you envision abundance, not scarcity. This is also where gratitude is very prevalent. You are self-aware of how you have direct control in your life and you are envisioning more for yourself and holding yourself to that standard. So think about it like this. Do you hype yourself up? Are you your biggest fan? Are you working on self-confidence and ensuring that you are thinking and feeling about yourself in positive 
reaffirming ways because you should be i mean you should be your biggest fan you should experience self-love and confidence and you should not feel like you are never good enough or you're less than or you're scared or afraid or stressed constantly we're talking like constant state of mind your natural reaction your natural way of thinking so on the flip side let's talk scarcity do you play victim in most situations um even if it's unintentionally do you find negatives to be the easiest thing to point out do you search for the negatives in situations are you making excuses for your actions your thought patterns or behaviors and also are you not claiming them or changing them It's okay to have experience in both aspects of yourself, of course, naturally. I mean, not everybody is going to have a positive, happy-go-lucky, perfect um, experience or life, but I'm just talking about like on the day-to-day habits and kind of how when situations arise or, you know, when you start off your mornings, um, when you are talking to other people, are you bringing light? Are you a positive energy? Are you a happy-go-lucky person as much as possible? Or are you negative? Do you find yourself being the one that's always draining the energy in the room? Um, Are you hard to be around? Or do you notice that your mindset definitely sends you into a spiral of stress or anxiety or fear? It's definitely okay to have both and it's going to ebb and flow throughout different situations. But I definitely think it's important to commit to implementing a positive pattern, especially when it comes to self-work and just working towards that shift from a scarcity to abundance mindset. Because when you don't embrace change and share knowledge, um, you know, you're just ultimately like sucking the life out of situations, out of friend groups. Um, And you're really putting yourself in a place where you could really be hurt and you could be sad and you could be fearful and nobody wants that energy. I mean, your mind should be constantly changing, sharing knowledge, um, being a sponge and being able to work towards like time and financial freedom. You deserve to have all the success that you want in this life. You should never feel like you're being held back or feel like you're stuck. I mean, one of my literal greatest fears in life is feeling stuck and I don't know if I've ever mentioned that before but just that that stuck feeling of never being able to do any different or get any different or become a different version of myself and just ever feeling like I've settled is just something that scares me so being able to create abundance in my life is kind of just like thinking of the pie having enough to go around um This kind of means encouraging others in terms of dreams and successes, being abundant in the way that you view things happening to you and also around you. And in return, seeing that mindset bring full circle back to you what you are giving out into this world. So the pie should have enough to go around. You should not have to be excited or hope for others failures in order to gain your success. Success should go around enough for everybody, and there should never be competition in that playing field. It's that shift of perspective from this is against me to this is working for me. So stop thinking, what is happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Why is everybody against me? I don't deserve this to how is this going to teach me how to be better? What can I take away from the situation? What am I grateful for? And how is this working for me? Ultimately, a positive philosophy turns into positive actions, which in return will also end in a positive result. So therefore, a positive and abundant lifestyle that's experienced will turn into positive, uplifting actions, 
which will gain you positive end results and vice versa with negativity and scarcity. So if you know that everything is systematic and it's a pattern, why would you want to intentionally put yourself into the potential of a scarcity mindset? Your philosophy is what you know, and it's also what and how you practice what you know. So these things also influence what you do and how you act, basically is what I'm saying. Think about how this concept could go hand in hand with the idea of faith versus fear. So both of these words are focused on a future that has not happened yet, right? And the difference is that one word is directly correlated with a positive mindset, which is faith, while the other is obviously connected to a negative mindset or perspective, which would be fear. So I just want to clarify here for a sec- for a second that in this instance, I'm not using faith as a religious-based word, but um, it definitely could be if that's fitting to your beliefs. And I really just wanted to choose this term as an equivalent to kind of trust. So trusting the future, trusting the process, and having that faith or that hope that everything is going to work out how it's supposed to, and also just trusting yourself to make it happen. So how do you make the shift from a scarcity to an abundant mindset? You have to manage your mind around those red light stories because in return, you will grow. One of the best and like most valuable pieces of information I have ever been taught is red light stories and how to combat them. So a huge part of network marketing, for those who do not know, like Arbon and the business that I have personally for my health and wellness company is um, personal growth and development. And we also do a monthly book club. So one of our weekly accountability meetings back in 2021, or I'm sorry, maybe it was 2022, but within the past year, year and a half, Um, One of the weekly accountability meetings that I was a part of was all about combating and um, kind of changing the trajectory of your red light stories. So we learned this framework, and I'm blanking on the podcast and the guy's name who created this, but I know that it's, I believe the podcast is called um, Your Virtual Assistant, or I got to look it up, but he's amazing at what he talks about, and it's this whole concept of being able to change your red light stories, recognize your thought patterns, and also being able to flip them so they positively work out for you in the long run. So instead of having, like I said, that, you know, red light story, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'll never get that, I can't do that, like, I'm not good enough, I'm less than, it's all about the flip in your patterns, in your mind to be able to come out on the other side. Um, Okay, really quickly, it's called Your Virtual Upline by Bob dealing so he has this entire process of red light green light stories and this is kind of where I thought about the correlation between faith and uh, faith and fear so red light stories they're not a bad thing to have I mean if anything if you're working the process correctly it'll provide a direct guide on what needs to be changed and kind of where to start but ultimately what you determine with negative thoughts tendencies habits and patterns um, are the positive ones will come out much easier once you kind of combat and destroy the negative ones. So as long as you're willing to work to implement the change that is required, being aware of what not to do definitely makes it easier to stop, right? But at the same time, it's just as easy to ignore that work that's required and um, what will take to change a mindset and just continue to live in the negative because ultimately and unfortunately, the negative all, all the time becomes somebody's comfort zone. 
So it's this little like picture, like a little stoplight on a piece of paper. And I wish I had it in front of me because I cannot find the paper. But it's all of these red light stories. And it talks you through like what are these thought patterns or what are these top like intrusive stories that come to mind to make you believe what you are believing. So for me, I think one of them that I wrote down, um, and this is obviously going off of like a year ago, like I said. So I think one of them was that I'm not worthy of this success or I'm not worthy of building this business or I don't have any value to add to to other people like it was you know these tendencies to think that there's not enough pie to go around that somebody has already done this before that there's competition in the playing field and I don't deserve to be one of those people and it's just all about you know recognizing these tendencies that you have and how they got to your brain and what instilled them and how to how to ultimately destroy them and a huge part of the red light green light story and the process of eliminating red light red light stories is to be able to come back with an affirmation a positive perspective and just kind of retrain and reframe your mindset to believe that you are more than willing you are more than deserving and you are so so worthy and so so valuable Um, So yeah, personal growth is really the only way to establish an abundant mindset and to stop being a victim of your own mind. And I just feel like managing your mindset can look like positive self-talk and affirmations, taking a moment to tap into how something makes you feel when it happens instead of reacting right away giving yourself time to think through how you want to respond or like I just said, how you feel and then being able to respond accordingly, giving your time, giving yourself that second. Uh, Maybe it's envisioning your best self. It could also be setting goals, hosting hard conversations with yourself or maybe even others if necessary too. Um, consuming positive content and information instead of negative and holding yourself accountable for what you promised yourself that you will do and also maybe it's recognizing the power of an abundant mindset and being intentional about growth and developing one so I mean it's like I said before and I'll keep saying it again it's the easiest thing in the world to want to compare yourself to other people and be somebody else but at the same time don't you think that you're pretty freaking badass too so another way to think about abundance versus scarcity is kind of growth versus fixed in mindset. So let's talk about this for a second. A fixed mindset tends to look like I am either good at this or I am not, whatever your this is. It also could look like my potential is predetermined. My story is already written. My circumstance is why I have or will have these results. Giving up is easier. The success of others is a threat to me. So what does a growth mindset sound like then? A growth mindset looks like challenges help me grow. Failure is inevitable. I want to try new things. I have control over my results. I can make my dreams a reality. Focusing on the process versus the outcome. Seeing success as something that has enough to keep going around is ultimately what a growth mindset and an abundant mindset will be. So what needs to be tweaked in your mindset? Where do you have red light stories? What do those phrases look like? How did those thoughts and how did those stories get built? Why are they there? Um, Do you struggle with comparison? Are you holding yourself back from a new opportunity just because you're scared to leave that comfort zone? Um, You know, maybe you're a people pleaser. I've definitely struggled with this one. And is that becoming an obstacle? And are the people that you surround yourself also negative? As we all know, surrounding yourself with the right things and the right people will directly influence your mindset 
waking up every morning and knowing that you're going to choose this best, most positive as possible growth-oriented, abundant mindset will make such a big difference in your life and how you handle things and that energy that you radiate to other people. I remember stumbling across something that absolutely changed the way that I look at my mindset, um, how I react, and just how I act in general. And this is probably years ago because at this point it was when I was using maybe Visco. I don't even remember. It was Visco or Tumblr or Twitter, any of those previous social media sites that you know we all used to participate in. But ultimately it was this. A question to ask yourself today, how would the best version of myself handle this? How would the most kind, loving, and well-intended state of yourself react and speak? Then do that. You already know what you should do, but it might be hard. So whatever happens today, handle it with grace. And I'm not even kidding you when I say this has been my laptop or phone background because I've switched it multiple times just depending on which one I wanted it to be for years. And I always, always, always think about what this means and how this directly correlates with an abundant mindset. It truly is so hard to choose to be the bigger person, the better person, or to work on yourself and show up to switch or change patterns that are pre-established and embedded to a, to a certain extent. But I'm telling you, the biggest shift in my life personally has been choosing an abundant mindset, filling myself and others with gratitude, and just being more self-aware of how I'm acting or reacting and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because it is so much easier to choose the fear and to choose to just stay in a comfort zone where you can seek out the negatives and always find a way to turn a situation or a thought or an occurrence negative. But it's not going to be the best for your mental health. And it's definitely not going to permeate beautiful, radiant, loving, positive energy. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope, I hope, I hope that this changed the game for how you think moving forward. I'm sure that so many of you already have an abundant mindset or are working on creating one, obviously, because otherwise you wouldn't be tuning into a podcast that has personal growth and development. But at the end of the day, it's so common to fall back into patterns and to slip up sometimes, and that's okay. And this isn't me saying that toxic positivity is, you know, the best choice because that could be a whole other conversation or, you know, podcast episode about toxic positivity and the importance to know when to be able to be sad and how to support other people going through things. I'm just talking about daily and just wanting to find the best version of everything. If you can find that lesson and that silver lining and in return, seeing the difference in mindset shift, it will give you to seek abundance rather than scarcity. I'm going to wrap up this episode there. Please go leave a rate and review for the pod if this is something that resonated with you. Share it on social media. Send it to somebody directly. Um, the expansion of this is the only way that I could continue to grow my platform and to be on this mic talking to all of you beautiful humans. So have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.